WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. If you like this show and you want to get more of this show, say you want Ethan and I doing bonus episodes, or you want unedited episodes of this show, or you just want to like say, hey, I appreciate the art and the time that you all put into this, and I would like to give back to that. There's a way to do that. You go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. There's all these awesome reward tiers. Uh, Check out all the cool stuff. Or if you look at that stuff and you're like, I want to throw you guys a couple bucks, but there's nothing in here that I'd be interested in and like send us an email or tweet at us and we can certainly make something happen uh but thank you so much for those of you who do donate and for those of you who listen and you want to give back but you don't really have the dollars I totally get it time is money is is tight right now I'm with it I'm like 100% there the best way to show support for the show is to tell a friend tweet about it uh post on Facebook about it just share it in some way because uh the more people that hear about the show the more like it'll grow and the more that we can do and the the better it will be so thank you so so much for listening thank you so so much for donating and you guys are just the best so keep up the great work otherwise let's get on with the show Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edchill. And today we're solving mysteries. Or maybe we're just playing Scrabble. So jump off a moving train. And save democracy. Because today we're bringing you Enola Holmes. Nola Holmes, directed by Henry Bradbeer, uh, came out three days ago as of this recording on September 23rd, 2020. It's a Netflix streaming film. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I've never heard of Enola Holmes, I don't know if this is a TV show or like an Amazon Prime thing. It's on Netflix and it's a movie. Uh, we don't know the budget. I'm going to give it a soft $60 million. Uh, it made Netflix million dollars worldwide and it got a 92% critic rating and only a 70% audience rating on Martin Tomatoes and a 68 on Metacritic. And it is also the last film of year three on bacon and eggs rip what it r.i.p year what three a year <laughs> what, a, what year. a year you know what i'm actually happy we're ending with this one because uh before we get to the positive and negative reviews from professionals ethan i need a binary review from you um it's a zero brutal i totally disagree in every way yeah like it is there's not really a whole lot to recommend this this one um it's it's oh out, my gosh it's, it's a movie it's like a big lump of movie oh i, I think it's excellent I mean, it's not like a mind bender, like, oh, I never saw that coming kind of mystery film, I mean, which it's I would have like, wanted. It's not like, I don't think it's bad, but I don't, I'm not like, oh man, everybody go out. Like, I wouldn't break my Twitter silence to tell people to watch this movie. I thought that was kind of a wild call from your brother. Did he tweet it at me? I thought he texted me. No, he tweeted at everybody. Oh, I thought it was absolutely excellent. I loved everything about it. I really did. That's wild because it's not very good. I disagree. It's, it's so good. It's just like a big, what was good about it? It's like a big lump of movie. No, it's got like, it's like very overtly commentary, like a very overt commentary on like the political climate of the US right now. And then there's like, you know, this young female lead who 
you're kind of like, I mean, she ends up with a romantic interest and I think that's fine in this case, believe it or not. It's not like she does everything for the man. It's like she does everything and then discovers about herself that like maybe this partnership would provide value to her life, which I think is good. Uh, it's got Henry Cavill doing some good stuff. And does, does, uh, it, does it? Would we say he does some good stuff? I thought Fiona Shaw was excellent. I thought. Uh, All right, well, let's do some that? positive and negative reviews from some some professional critics here real quick and then we can okay. get into this. There's, okay. a, there's a way these things are done and we, sh- we shan't not break the tide on the last movie of the year You're uh, right. what is your negative review i got a negative review from mick lasalle of the san francisco chronicle says there's a certain kind of empty british movie and enola holmes is it mm, disagreed uh bilge abiri from new york magazine slash vulture apparently i don't have a slash film review here uh it's smart enough to be very much its own thing and that very much belongs to its young star millie bobby brown when it comes down to it that is what i liked most about this movie was millie bobby brown everybody else is supporting cast here and she shines and she like this to me is an audition for recreating the star wars prequels and millie bobby brown gets to be padme interesting interesting choices um but this isn't as good as her work in strange things it's like it's it's not on a different level it's not on the same level stranger things is like a different kind of thing stranger things is more serious and it's got the 80s you know like it's right and this and this is a whole movie all to herself where where i don't know i just wasn't impressed on the whole of it like surprised by this like so if you're gonna make sherlock holmes into like like just make him into a woman why does he gotta be there i did think okay so i think the the interesting dynamic here is that like sherlock holmes has a mother Mm -hmm. which like i think you never think about right like sherlock holmes just is this like enigma of a human being i think that and you underestimate how much i think about sherlock holmes is really i think that's really what we're coming down to here i i mean i've seen the downy sherlock holmes and i've seen the benedict cumberbatch sherlock holmes and maybe some other stuff mixed in and then like you know the episodes of jimmy neutron or something where jimmy plays sherlock holmes like i'm not as well versed in sherlock holmes as somebody could be i haven't read the original novels i have um and i i, I will say to this uh there, there's definitely a factor for me of i've done some research on this movie uh there's definitely a factor for me of liking this movie because it has pissed off Arthur Conan Doyle's estate uh, and they are huge assholes about the, mm. the Sherlock Holmes properties. Um, his I intention, love that then. His intention was always for them to be like, it, it was like, hey, here, I wrote these books, I wrote these characters, but they're your characters, do whatever. Like he encouraged fan fiction and people to write their own books and like An people adaptation. have continued writing the books and movies and and, and everything since then. And the, the estate is always like, well, you shouldn't be doing that though. Um, even though like 90% of the content is in the public domain and has been since like well before it should have been. Well, and the other thing is like Sherlock Holmes despite what the estate might say Sherlock Holmes is the most prolifically like portrayed character right right yeah more actors have played Sherlock Holmes than any other fictional character uh yes and like Basil Rathbone has played has played Sherlock Holmes more in Sherlock Holmes movies than any other character has been played by anybody hmm. that's so weird I've never seen any of those uh you'd hate them you would hate them is that, is that they something were all I made hate? like prior to 1940 so yeah, that's not my thing. Yeah, then. not your cup of tea. Yeah, old British, uh, black and white. When, okay, so let me ask you this, because we have we delve into this sort of like Anglophile's dream realm every so often. I don't know that this film would be in, in that category. Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But like, with what, free, can you read dry British humor over and over and over again? Like when you're sitting down to read a book, can you read Good Omens and then pick up Hitchhiker's Guide and then pick up, I don't know, like a one of these books? Like, I don't know. Yes. To me, I, yes, I can only I can. take it in so many doses. Uh, um, well, I mean, and that's the thing is like, I don't read a whole lot of, I haven't read these books, um, but I think you're talking Wait, is about- is there like an Enola Holmes series? 
Yeah. Oh my god, that I was I was as I was watching it, I was like, if this was a book series, I would I would buy a collection. Yeah, it definitely edition. is. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown apparently like really like she made this happen entirely for herself. Um, I I love Millie Bobby Brown. I want to be clear about that. I do too. I just don't I don't know that this is the right role for her. I really don't. Oh, I I hope there's more. I, I'm sure there's gonna be more. People love it, and 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 I do want to make it clear. Like I don't think. This is a bad movie. I don't I don't regret watching it by any means. I don't think it's 92%. Let's tell everybody in the world about it. Like it's the most amazing thing that's ever happened. You're definitely getting I, some some like, oh, this is a thing we can all this is a Tiger King thing. That is, so I was actually about to say the same thing. I think it's a part of it is we've been in quarantine for nine months, and this is one of very few new films right, to yeah. come out this year. So I think critics are very excited to have sure. like something um, new to write about. So I and a I, lot I of these reviews are threes out of five. So it's not like yeah. everybody thinks it's and that's what I, that's my thing is it's like it, this is again this is a this is right in the same realm as jurassic world it's just like a little bit less fun for me but it's like on a true 10 point scale this is a this is a five out of ten i would i i would say i would probably be in the more six or seven range but like this is not as good as hitchhiker's guide or like it's not as well written no i would agree with that and i do think i think this film actually had the wrong director oh like, i think henry bradbury did fine but this is like a steven soderbergh film yeah right or like wes this anderson needs to be a, or right not wes anderson a certain um, kind of not wes anderson edgar wright is what i'm looking for edgar you're right. Yes. yes. It needs to have the certain cadence, a certain rhythm yeah, to it. Yeah, and it just doesn't. Right. But really, I think it's um it's so long. It is too it long. It is so long for this movie. I um, think and, and and I'll tell you this, the film loses like it's it's she's doing this fourth wall narration where she's like, Okay, now I'm focusing on this and focusing on this. Despite that, I got a little lost. Yeah, I, I did too. I think it's it's I don't think it's the director necessarily. I think it is a mismatch of director and writer. Well it, I got a little lost. Not that I like, was ever unsure of where we were going. I got to a point where I was like, so do we care about the mom is the fact that she's trying to get women to vote? That's not like a storyline anymore. I guess maybe that's setting up a sequel, but then you kind of close that book at the end. I don't know. Yeah. I do like, I, I love this. I love this. England needs women to vote, but that's not going to happen until a man votes for the progressive bill, whatever right. the reform. And Millie Bobby Brown's character, Enola Holmes, figures out, I've got to solve this mystery so that we can get the proper legislation passed so that my mother's wish can come true. Yeah. As opposed to just rallying for suffrage. Because that's not going to change anybody's mind. Right. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was effective and yeah. interesting. And there's a lot, a lot of good stuff to be said there. Yeah. But as far as the like the setup, you know, the 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 pledge, the turn, and the prestige, I don't think they nailed it. I would agree. Um, and it, at the end of the day, this is a a Holmes story. Like you have to have a payoff. It has to end with a payoff. And it just didn't. Like I was not satisfied with uh I didn't I when it turned out to be the 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 grandmother or whatever that was like having people murdered, I was like, this doesn't feel right. I can I can see where you're coming from with that. I didn't I I don't think they developed the family well enough no. for me to be like like you had that one scene with the grandmother where she basically reveals that it's her right because mm -hmm. she's like there's current Britain there's old Britain and there's future Britain yeah and you need to you know set up with the history and in, in modern Britain as opposed to fight for progress and it was like okay so you are Dolores Umbridge yeah is all I'm hearing uh, but like why are Sherlock and Mycroft in it so that she'll run away I guess that feels like you you hired two people to, you hired one of them being Henry Cavill and the other one Sam being Sam Claflin's not being n nobody I mean Finnick O'Dare oh is that who he is yeah yes you're right that's why I'd seen he him he isn't before. who you thought he was I don't know what actor you thought he was but it but it wasn't him yes you are correct because uh, I can't think of I can't place what actor I thought he was either but um you hired two actors to play these these parts and I I, I truly don't uh like the 
portrayal of Mycroft Holmes here. I, I don't think it's fair to that sort of legacy character. Um, but like, what? They're not. They have. They serve no purpose except for that weird scene where she's like, "Oh well, Sherlock told me everything." Mm. I don't know. I just let her stand on her own. That was my my problem. There is like, hey, you're gonna make this story, and and it's a cute story. It's a cool story about this this small lady detective, and she can be Sherlock Holmes. She can be the the woman Sherlock Holmes. That's that's awesome. I, it, Sherlock doesn't have to be in it for me. It doesn't have to do be you know, about him you, at all. He, he shouldn't. She shouldn't have to like stand on his shoulders. I don't mind Sherlock Holmes being here as much. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think he needs to be in it. I don't. I mean, I would rather Sherlock than Mycroft. Mycroft's like a villain in my understanding. And he is in this, but like, here's what I want. I want Henry Cavill to do like a master deduction thing, like similar to either where Downey does the like, he's going to punch me here, so I'll punch him there. And like everything goes bullet time or, or similar to, uh, uh, Cumberbatch, like identifying the cell phone belonged to the brother. Right. I needed that scene from either Henry Cavill or Millie Bobby Brown, preferably both. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I need it from both. I but, need Henry Cavill to do it early on, and then I need but, her to do it and like get better at it as the film goes on. And that's truly, I think, the problem I have with this movie is they they like, you have, because you have the two different prevailing canons of Sherlock Holmes here, right? Like you have the, the BBC Sherlock, the Cumberbatch series, and you have the Downey Jude Law movies. And this sort of like comes right in the middle of those two, but without, without really picking the best things about either of them. Right. Well, the best thing about both of those is completely missing here. Why Mycroft and not Watson? Uh, because it's about the family. I mean, Sherlock is married to Watson as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he can be. Why not? <laughs> Did he have a little sister in like the original Sir Arthur Conan Doyle no. canon? No. Okay. I it was just I the two of them. Sure. Yeah. And there are other characters that come in and out. And I, I mean, I'm sure that there will be a Watson. There's a Watson somewhere in the series, I would imagine. Okay. So this is a direct adaptation. I don't know. Direct. But the the first Enola Holmes book is the case of the missing Marques. Marques. Whatever <laughs> he's called. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Every time they said his name, I was like, mm, that uh, British royal-ish thing, British government person. I don't know. It could be anything. They also spent a lot of time at the beginning of this film establishing that and in all the marketing establishing that enola holmes is an established and effective archer at the end of the movie they've got this like hallway of medieval weaponry yeah and she wins by knocking a man into a banister or whatever he knocked into which was a sharp turn sharp turn okay first two acts of this movie i was like wow i cannot wait to share this movie with my daughter i think she's gonna love this This is a great character for her to identify and identify with third act kill a man on screen well you know he did try to drown her that's true he did try to drown her that was pretty graphic as well I remember actually when that happened, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. We've taken this a certain direction. Right. And they like, they got the... They got the vibe. Like, I liked the the fourth wall thing. Oh, I love that. I did. Yeah. And I liked the Scrabble pieces and just the whole... Like, there's a certain a certain way that Sherlock Holmes gets translated to screen and the whole the whole property gets translated to screen. And I think they nailed it here. Like, they have Scrabble pieces, they have the vibe and the and to some extent, the, you know, the quick cuts and the and the, the just the frenetic pace of it. Um, I don't necessarily know what I think is missing here, though. It's tough. It's tough because it's not... It's just not that great of a story. And there are moments with the fourth wall where I'm like... Like there was, there's one that really stuck out to me where she was like hiding. And then she looked at the camera and was like, do you have any ideas? And it was like, Dora the Explorer. Yeah. And I was like, no, I definitely think they're targeting it for a younger audience, but then made it PG 13, like not a young audience, but like a younger audience. Well, yeah. And I then made it PG 13 and killed somebody. Be, yeah. I mean, they like murdered that dude. Who is that actor? Uh, Burn Gorman. He's just a guy. He he's plays like a guy. Though. He plays guy in like really? everything. Let's see. I believe I like he's him. a stage actor predominantly. I thought Fiona Shaw was great. Who's Fiona Shaw? Uh, 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 Miss Harrison, uh, Petunia from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she was good. Um, but why, again, like, it's just this, like... Yeah, she ends up at this school. The fact I that she actually ends up there is a weird... 
weird turn that I was not expecting. I don't, I didn't understand how she got out. I think Sherlock just like busted her out. Sherlock didn't bust her out. The uh, Lord Tewksbury, or uh, Lord Tewksbury did. He shows up with, uh, or Mycroft shows up, or somebody shows up. I don't know. I, I got lost in, there. Truly did. Yeah, she's in like the wicker basket, and then they're like, oh, we've got to put you into the headmistress's office for, I guess, reasons? I don't know. There, I mean, this, and that's the true thing is that like a lot of it comes back to like, you're there for, I guess, reasons. Like her whole character is, 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 it's, it's something for Enola to not want to do, right? Like she doesn't want to go to the school and become this lady. I don't know. I just feel like there's a better way to do that than to, to like make Mycroft into this bad guy. And then Sherlock is just like, well, you know, I care about her a little bit, but I'm also worthless. Like I'm not going to do anything about it. It's just another case. Give me Watson. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> what do don't, you think? Give, don't give me Watson because I don't want more of Sherlock in this. What do you think of Helena Bonham Carter? As like a person or like an entity or an actress or in this role or what? As Mrs. Holmes. Um, I mean, it, it, it couldn't have been anybody else, but it also could have been anybody else, you know? know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Like, she's not really in it long enough for it to to matter, and they probably are setting up some sequels here and stuff, Um, but also, like, if you had told me Sherlock Holmes had a mother, I'd be like, oh, well, it's Helen Bonham Carter's playing her, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things, this cast is, is in, it's interesting to me. I did like the representation in this cast. I thought that was good. Uh, representation of women? Yeah. Well, and then, like, Lestrade is, like, an Indian man. Yeah. Also, just, again, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't mean to say, like, like one of the, the people of color in the cast like, why are they there? But like, why is Lestrade there? What does he do? What does anybody do in this movie? Lestrade was an interesting one for me because I could not tell. Is he like just a cop who's like trying to capture somebody? Or is he like a villain? Because at first he's like, oh, that's Lestrade. He's just doing his Lestrade thing. And then he's like busting doors down and hiding behind doors trying to catch Tewksbury. And then he's just like chilling in the office again. Well, so the thing, the thing is with this movie is like a lot of these characters, like there's, it's tough when you're writing based on somebody else's work you know what i mean right like when you're yes. when you're making a book based on somebody else's book and somebody else's characters like it would be hard for me to write a lord of the rings book right right and but basically what happened with a lot of the characters in this book i'm guessing and at least in this movie is that like she just needed names and just like attach names to people without really considering what those people did or how they moved or how they existed i think that might be true but i really i, I really did enjoy uh, watching this film. It I was, made me very happy. I was a little bit bored. Let's see. I wonder if there's any trivia ready to go on Enola Holmes that we can share. I don't know. It's been out for three days. I know. Yeah. It's kind of a weird this time is, to put it out. Is, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if you knew this. Adil Akhtar, uh, who is... Lestrade and Millie Bobby Brown both have notable roles in projects called Stranger Things, but they are not the same thing. I did not know that. Adil Akhtar was in a, uh, like a Sundance, like a film festival movie as like a starving artist uh, in a film called Stranger Things. Interesting. Yeah. Thought that might be a fun little piece of trivia for you. It sure is. Next week on Bacon and Eggs, we cover Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. The, the, oh, I think next week. It's only 77 minutes. So, I mean, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah, this is too... This, Really, I think it's what it comes down to is that they got 20 minutes into this movie and jumped off the train. And I was like, what are we doing with another hour and 40 minutes? I know. I was like, cool. There's cool, so cool, much cool. that has happened. And then everything comes to a grinding, screeching halt. I really hope that uh, we get to learn as this series develops more about each of these characters so that when we come back to this first one, we're like, oh, they were really setting some groundwork here. But I don't know. I mean, I always hope that. I always hope that, that things, if they get sequels, are made better by the sequels. Yeah, yeah. I hope everything gets better because the sequel is good. Anything else interesting in that in that minefield? That's what I'm looking for. No, not really. Uh, yeah, no. 
Nothing nothing surfaced yet? Nothing that, that I feel like is like, oh, wow. Ethan would love to know oh, that. Wow. 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 Yeah. Uh, I wanted the puzzles to be harder. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a reveal. Like, I wanted a big mystery. I will say I was, I also immediately figured it out that it was, like, I'm so bad at these movie mysteries. If there's ever, like, the slightest bit of whodunit, I'm, I have it wrong. I always have it wrong. <laughs> and it makes me so mad because I'm always like, oh, this is so obviously so-and-so. And I'm always, always wrong. And that means they got me. They gotcha. Oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. That's what they say. And then they do. Uh, but I got immediately that Henry Cavill wrote the, the message in the newspaper. Yeah, for sure. But so did she. Yeah. Like that was not really ever like a thing. But I was, but I got it. You did so. get it, but they, they. Kind of have a little pat on the back. Yeah, sure. You did so good, bud. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, tap on your microphone. That makes good good audio. <laughs> this is the sound of gentle patting. Gentle patting. That's all. Oh, those waves look awful. Awful. Affir- affirmations with Tyler and Ethan. <laughs> hey, listener, you are great. You figure out mysteries before anybody else does. You are kind. You are smart, and you use calculated deductive reasoning to solve mysteries in these whodunit stories that are designed to subvert your expectations. Well done. You are affirmed. I am affirming you. I did really want her to do some like mind palace. Where she like constructs the Scrabble tiles in her head and you like see it going mm, on around her. Yes. And then like she's like, Brain Blast! <laughs> yes. Come on, Goddard. We just nail down the Jimmy Neutron connection here. Yes. Yes. Think, think. I couldn't. Well, like, you see, son, there's birds, there's bees, and then there's ducks. And then there's ducks. <laughs> Oh, I almost forgot that Hugh Neutron was obsessed with ducks until right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big duck guy. Big duck guy. Yeah. Ducks are birds, though. Like, I hope he knows that. Like, ducks are birds. How's your, how's your Carl Weezer impression? Not great. Um, Jimmy's mom. Uh, Yeah, I can't do it. That's, that's not (laughs) bad. (laughs) No llamas. (laughs) He does love llamas. He does. I used to do a good sheen, but it's, it's gone. It's in there. Everybody's got a sheen inside of them. Ultra Lord! Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. Not, it's not that far off. <laughs> uh, it's a great show. That is a good show. That He's a real Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. When I think he has Sherlock the costume Holmes, and everything. Yeah. He's, he's the guy. There's a scene... Uh, in the Jimmy Neutron movie that stuck with my family growing up big time. Yeah? Tell me about it. One of the aliens like comes to Earth and he uses a toaster. God, now I can't even remember the line. Oh my God. Oh, it's, hello, toast. I greatly admire your ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering that now. Oh, that is funny because he thinks the toaster is a spaceship for bread. Yeah. But it's not. It's the thing that makes bread hot and hard. <laughs> Are you watching the scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good time. Uh, no, I, th- I think... So what is... Okay, so take me to the Sherlock Holmes echelon of the con- current canon of Sherlock Holmes. I think this is better than the at least the second oh, I disagree. Sherlock Holmes film. I disagree. Uh, there's just something so fun about those movies. Really wish they'd made a third one like they were promising to. Well, he did Doolittle and they were like, mm, maybe you were a one-trick pony. <laughs> Tony Stark or bust. I liked him a lot as Sherlock Holmes. I liked Jude Law's Watson. I enjoyed those movies. I mean, they're Guy Ritchie movies, man. What's not to like? Oh, I think they're great films. I really enjoyed both of them. I haven't seen either of them in a long time. Oh, me Is either. I'm afraid to. 
terrified. Yeah. What if okay. they're bad? I mean, they're not. So here's the thing. It's like, th- there's some trouble surrounding Sherlock, the BBC television series, right? Because it has, among among other franchises, the most annoying fans in the entire world. I think just fans of things are the most annoying <laughs> fans in the but like, world. But like, the Anglophiles are really just something that grinds both of our gears, oh, right? Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that are just like, with oh man, England. I wish I could really go to uni. Oh gosh, I get Those like people. It, it's nails on a chalkboard when English people say it to me because okay. I, I have to like shift. And gears. so they they love Sherlock, right? Like the Anglophiles love Sherlock. But here's right. the thing: it's that. F- good it is dude and the thing is so i would get here's i'm gonna controversial opinion alert maybe not maybe this is like yeah everybody knows this sherlock is that good doctor who is not no but those are those are good in completely different ways and i'll take it a step further torchwood is bad was yeah torchwood was bad was absolute garbage absolutely terrible unfinishable unwatchable most spin-off series are i do think the fact that torchwood is an anagram of doctor who is so good yeah doctor who knows how to pull off a reveal sometimes usually depends depends upon the writer (laughs) but like okay so here's my thing about the echelon of sherlock holmes right sherlock series one episode one a study in pink 88 minutes long is a better feature length movie than this is i would agree with that yeah just front to back you don't need to do the rest of the series you i mean you can because they're good but like that one specifically you have a perfect hour and a half long sherlock holmes movie right there which is what this should have been was a perfect hour and a half long sherlock holmes movie there's two mysteries that's the problem here yeah there's one mystery too many yep it even admits it they they tear away the page and it's like we're gonna focus on something else now forget about the thing with the mom that doesn't matter is she like making explosives in a basement well and i think part of it is 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 definitely down to like at some point enola has to realize that like the mom might be like dead yeah you know what i mean and 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 she may never find her but she can do a thing now and i get that and that kind of should have been the whole thing from the beginning where she was like oh there's this boy and people want to kill him and she's like well sucks to suck flower guy go be fun in london have fun have fun dying when they were like we'll give you a haircut i expected a much more haircut i mean they just turned him into from from timothy chalamet and little women to timothy chalamet and uh call me by your name no i disagreed what they did is they took him from being uh let me let me grab some names here and here's the real problem is he was never timothy chalamet uh, that would have been which he should have been well timothy chalamet is considerably older than uh bobby brown would have been a little bit weird because she is real life like 16 maybe it's true but they got they could have gotten finn wolfhard that would have been too much though so but he's just like baby timothy chalamet before he gets his haircut he's joel courtney from the kissing booth mm, movie i haven't seen oh i love the kissing booth i love the kissing booth and the sequel and then after the haircut he's like finn wolfhard like through and through right and all of those people are trying to be wait for it timothy chalamet timothy chalamet <laughs> who i mean wouldn't you want to be timothy chalamet if you could wake up tomorrow and be like what i really wanted was for that f- ghostbusters movie with finn wolfhard to come out <laughs> is it ever coming out i don't know eventually but that's what i really wanted i was excited for ghostbusters spinoff with paul rudd what's the news on that movie it's Hold been on. delayed indefinitely like everything else has been that makes me so bad it's been delayed to march 5th 2021 boom it's been delayed indefinitely i know like they got it they've know. got a fancy schmancy november release date for black widow i think and like that's not gonna happen no yeah they're, they're gonna miss that one which also yep. i feel like okay i get it like you know, this isn't the kind of thing where like laws step in, but at some point you should be legally required to just put the 
thing out. <laughs> right? It's like, just take the bath like everybody else is. Deal with it. We need m- content, okay? The I world need the needs movie. content. I need the MCU just to get give me the movie. about. And, 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 and here's the thing. This is... Uh, you know, like by no means do I want to come up with conspiracy theories, okay? But if somebody was like, Disney invented COVID to get hype for Black Widow going, because when I finally, if I finally get to go to a theater in March and see Black Widow, I'm gonna be so hyped. What if it sucks? It's gonna suck. It's got uh oh, who's the girl from the Timothy Chalamet movies? What? The Florence Pugh <sighs> girl. Yes, Florence Pugh is in it. How could it be bad? I wouldn't call her the girl from the Timothy Chalamet movies. <laughs> if anything, that's Saoirse Ronan. I know, but she's so good. Yeah, Florence she is. Pugh. She's Florence Pugh from Midsummer and from Little Women. And from Little with that Women, scene. Oh, she's so good in Little Women. I love it so much. Yeah, she's fantastic. I know I've I've historically been pretty cold on Little Women. Let me be very clear. Florence Pugh is not the reason. I was yeah, cold we have on to Little we Women. have to stay in Amy March. We have to. Yes, we've no choice. Jan dies or whatever. Whatever the one that <coughs> dies dies. Beth, Beth dies. Beth dies. Whatever. That was what didn't do the movie for me was that I didn't care about Beth's death. That's so shocking to me. You cry at Subaru commercials. Yes. That's a sad commercial. Love. It's what makes a Subaru. It's not sad. What are you There's talking about? There's nothing sad like, about drive. love. They'll be driving and it'll be like, with with driver assist stop technology, you could prevent these kinds of accidents. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like Subaru. It will outlive your marriage. <laughs> Subaru, this is a car your wife can drive after you've died. Like, that would be sad, but it's just like 2.0 liter boxer engine. It's love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> Get the pistons the are, Subaru are horizontally mounted and opposing each other. <laughs> Get the all-new Subaru Forester. Ask your dealer about 0.9% APR. I mean, that's just beautiful. Actually, <laughs> buying a new car with anything but 0% is not beautiful. Yeah, so I guess you never want to buy a Honda, ever. No, I don't. They're so expensive. Who makes a car just as good as Honda? Timothy Chalamet. Who drives a... What does Timothy Chalamet drive? Let's see. I don't know. I don't have Top Gear anymore to tell me who drives what car. Timothy Chalamet loaded a Gibson guitar into a car... What kind of car does Timothy Chalamet drive? Timothy Chalamet, lifestyle, wiki, net worth, income, salary, cars. Top Planet, topplanetinfo.com. Here we go. Uh, I definitely don't want this. picture of him driving a Z3. A Z3? Yeah. <laughs> like like an old one? Yeah. It looks like it might have been on set somewhere. Ah. Was Timothy um, Chalamet in your uh, Matthew McConaughey space movie? No. What's that movie called? Um, This uh, Timothy Chalamet lifestyle YouTube cover art has him standing in front of like a craftsman style home with a very tiny Honda He, he might be in it, actually. <laughs> Turns out. What's the name of that movie? Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah. Hang on. I'm on it already. Oh, he is in it. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He's one of the kids. So, uh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet plays young Casey Affleck in um, Interstellar. I've forgotten that. I would say this movie is better than Interstellar. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I am messing with you. God. Interstellar was way better than this. Not nearly enough just shots of the outside of a spaceship in this movie. Yeah, of a spaceship. craft. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I found a really good... a Reddit article about about Timothy Chalamet's car history. Okay, um, it's it's just a it's just a thread that says anyone know what car he drives? Just curious. It's posted in uh, Reddit.com/r/TimothyChalamet, <laughs> um, and a comment says he lives in New York City, so I doubt he drives a car. And the original poster responded and said, "I saw video. I saw him driving in videos at least." 
And somebody else commented and said, my guess is that he's not that much of a car, car emoji person, but you never know, dot, 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 dot. And then the original poster comments again and says, well, like I said, there's videos of him driving. Maybe he doesn't have a car, but he definitely drives IDK. And then somebody else comments and says, LOL, Timothy doesn't know how to drive. And then the original poster says, there's videos of him driving, so I think he does. <laughs> this, this is, is two months ago, by the way. This is two months ago. So we're not the, the only people to have these thoughts. During quarantine. The least helpful conversation. This is a picture of him getting into a... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's not getting into... That is just standing in front of a Julia. Uh... Let's see. This is... I believe that was from Call Me By Your Name. No, no, no. Not like a new Julia. Like a, just like on a street in New York. Uh, uh, well, this is frustrating. I really would like to know what Timothy Chalamet Listeners, drives. if you know Timothy Chalamet... And, and you can and, just let me know what's in his garage. Yeah, let me know what's in his garage. Unless he lives in New York City and doesn't have a garage. In which case, he probably doesn't drive a car. <laughs> He probably doesn't have a car. I just... Why wouldn't he have a car? He's Timothy Chalamet. So there's a picture of him kissing Selena Gomez, maybe on a movie set, in the obvi- the only seats of a Z3. A BMW Z3. Like a 98 Z3. What year was your dad's Z3? 96. That was a rad car. That was a rad car. It was a very cool vehicle to be inside Very of. cool vehicle. You could drive one of your children around at one at a time. I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> Not good for doing the school run in the morning. Why does Timothy Chalamet live in New York City? Uh, because he's like a like a boho actor guy. He's not on Broadway. Okay. He's on. He's in. He's in movies. Right, but he's not a Hollywood guy. He's no, not a he's Beverly Hills too guy. Cool for that. Way too cool for he that. He went to like Columbia. And gave everybody at Columbia chlamydia. Is that him? Yeah, that was him. Maybe it was nice. maybe it was a different school. I don't know. I'm not sure. It was one of the Ivy League schools. Okay. Well, while we're on the topic, can Millie Bobby Brown drive? Very glad that was the topic you were on. What, what did you think I was going to ask? Nothing. <laughs> Stuff I don't want to know. <laughs> okay, so uh, she can drive. She has her driver's license, which makes me feel old. Uh, and she purchased... Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is uh, images of her at an F1 or, no, or like a Le Mans style race. What does she drive? I don't know. I'm going to look up Henry Cavill's cars while you're at this. He drives something cool as heck. Okay, so Millie Bobby Brown got her permit at 15. There has not been news on that since May of 2019 when it was a big deal but that was a United States permit and it has been a year and four months, five months since then. So she should have her license at this point because I believe depending upon what state you're in, it's like a nine month thing, but this is like a state to state to state kind of thing. So it just depends. I think she was in Georgia. That's where they film it, right? Yeah. So they film Stranger Things. I don't know. I have no idea. So in 2015, uh, Henry Cavill drove a BMW i8. I bet he freaking did. And I bet he was like, who's Superman? I am. And it looks like an Aston Martin DB11. Who's James Bond? I am. No, he's not James Bond. Not yet. He probably won't be. I know he's in the running. He's not Superman anymore. Clears him up to be James Bond. It's true. Man, it was weird for me, though. I know that she's British, but it's always weird for me hearing Millie Bobby Brown talk in a British accent. Yeah, it is Always weird. weird. Although, after Stranger things it's really just weird when she talks i know because i always think about season one because i've seen seasons two and three but i've really seen season you really one. connected with season one yeah especially with the character of 11 right i think what if millie bobby brown got a db9 it is a good stranger, british car with that stranger I think they're on the db13 now they're about to be when did the db11 come mm. they have gone up in price been making the db11 since model year 16 so they're due for a new one shortly i would drive an aston martin if somebody was like question. hey do you want an aston martin for free i'd be like yeah i would love it i would love it if somebody gave me an aston martin be very cool but 
nobody's done that. Nobody's even given me a Ford Fusion, which kind of looks like an Aston Martin a little bit. What you Googling over there, bud? So I wanted to know what Ryan Johnson drives. Okay. And instead, what I found out is that somewhere, somewhere, this may be, okay, I think this is a satire, but it's the article is J.J. Abrams retcons Ryan Johnson's name to Ryan with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. What was the last book you read, Ethan? The last Audible book I read? Or, or read with your eyeballs? Uh, the Goldfinch. Is it good? Yeah, it was good. It was, it was very pretentious. It's about art. But it was good. I cannot find any any articles about what kind of car Ryan Johnson drives. I bet he has like a like a like a 1965 MG. Yeah, that sounds right. So I do have an article of celebrities in the cars that they drive. Just in case you're curious, if you were like Tyler, tell me about celebrities in the cars that they drive, because I think this is important. Charlize Theron drives a Range Rover. Unsurprised. Uh, Jessica Simpson drives an Escalade. Uh, here's a good one. Ryan Gosling, an absolute liability at cornerback, drives a Toyota Prius. Man, Ryan Ryan Gosling's been in a bunch of car movies to drive a, a Prius. I think Ryan Gosling is in all these. Car car movies he was in la la land being like everyone drives a prius and then he drives a prius he's part of the problem la la land ethan tell me about la la land what about it did you like it i haven't seen it in so long you know i'll tell you about la la i remember liking it i also remember being like oh ryan gosling learned how to play piano for this movie but he still can't sing yeah i was like it's a modern movie musical they're all right we've lost the art of the movie musical for sure i disagree Mm, I don't. Take a look at the animated Mulan. Okay. Um, you must be swift as a coursing river. It's like 20 years old. <laughs> um, Take recently, a look at the animated... recently it was deemed that it didn't need songs. It would be better <laughs> without songs. And also, like, I'm not talking about Disney animated movie musicals. I'm talking about even Disney live action movie musicals. Like, the, they're, they've they've lost the art of the movie musical. Disney's held it a little bit better than some other studios. But I don't know. There's, there's something missing uh, with most movie musicals these days how do we know that these people drive these things like what is auto access stories garage.com got that i don't have you know what matthew mcconaughey drives a lincoln, a lincoln mkx <laughs> You know who else drives a Prius? America Ferreira. No surprise there. Uh, the girl from Ugly Betty. And and from more recently, Superstore. Yeah, I don't think that sure exists. I've seen every episode, so I'm pretty sure it does. Like, you're the only person I've ever seen talk about it, though, and I don't know what channel it comes on or where you can find it, or I've never seen an ad for it or anything or an article ever. It's a very NBC show. I, I don't think to... it exists. I think you've made it up. No, it exists. It exists. Uh, I, think ja it's, I think it's made up this by the This is the, the take that we brain. need, Ethan. What does Ja Rule drive? In terms of what a celebrities drive, um, Ja Rule is the answer we need. What do you think, Ethan? Uh, like a blacked out Escalade. No, he drives a Mercy Lago. Really? Lamborghini Mercy. What oh, year? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when this article came out. Not fair. Let's they don't make the that source on this. So uh, Let's see. I guess accept. That car was like this well on the article, way out when that sun came out. <laughs> 40 rapper stars in their performance car. Article by Adnan Ibrahim uh, came out 11 years ago. Ah, well that tracks. <laughs> I know that Kanye West at least at one point had a Tahoe with very dark tint because he says in, in a song, uh, Pablo, why are all the windows tinted on your Tahoe? Mm. Leonardo DiCaprio, also Prius driver. Knew that. 100% knew that. Yeah. They never shut up about it on uh, Top Gear, which I've been watching. Every time the Prius Full comes up, Jeremy Clarkson's just like, DiCaprio's got one of them. Toyota Prius. Prius. Kirsten Dunst, Jasper Prius. What is this? What? That was a Let's thing for see. a while, though. Like, every celebrity owned a Prius for a while. Yes. 
which this article probably came out, you know, 10 years ago. Not even that. It's just very easy to write like, oh, well, they had a Prius at one point because they all did. What? When did this article come out? This is what I need to know. You know what Enola Holmes drives? A bike. A bike. And then she drives an early stage automobile. Yeah, badly. Yes. Uh, what do you think of the relationship here? Do you feel like Enola Holmes needs to be an asexual her- heroine? Or do you feel like the way she arrives at love is realistic? Not that asexuality is not realistic. There's plenty of asexual people. That's totally valid. But do you feel like the way that she arrives at love is not forced? I don't think it's as forced as it could have been. And I think that like they would be perfectly valid in making a sequel where they don't end up together. I think that would totally be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where they, they are like, they remain friends, but it didn't work out and everything happened off screen, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so Sherlock Holmes has a, a, an interesting history with like romantic attraction, right? Like it's almost non-existent to the point where it was like weird that it was non-existent back then. Right. Because there were no asexual heroes then. Right. It's like they, they, he has to find love and he doesn't like Irene Adler to an extent, but they, they're never together. Right. And so there's, there was, you know, all the speculation of like, is he, I mean, this is before asexuality was a thing. It was just like Sherlock Holmes being this like never quite outed gay hero that would have been awesome because that was the assumption like oh if you don't like women you're gay if you're a man right and the the, the it, show even was made in a time where that was much more prevalent and and it kind of tackles that which i think was interesting where where watson is having to like prove that he is uh, that they're not partners because everybody just assumes that sherlock is gay because he's not uh uh dealing with a woman yes and it's like like sherlock benedict sherlock is very much like he could never possibly have time for this right and that's the main thing with with most of them is just like not interested for the most part right his his brain works too fast to sit and process like enjoying a cup of tea with your significant other i a, i a do cuppa. wish that they had not shown the the romantic interest here i truly do i don't think the way it comes up is bad but i it's not necessary for the story they don't kiss right i wasn't looking at my phone when they kissed they i don't, don't think kiss, so right? but you probably paid better attention than i did i know that he kisses her hand at the end but i don't think that they like smoochity smoochy on the face yeah, i don't think so it, she's so young she's 16 i know but they always get like 23 year olds to play 16 year olds yeah but she cast herself this is her movie she's a tremendous talent there's no doubt about that it's like the opposite of ben platt being in the dear evan hansen movie they're gonna make a movie out of that yeah, starring Ben Platt. That seems weird. <laughs> yeah, because Ben Platt's daddy is producing it and made Ben Platt be Evan Hansen. I, this is all news to Tyler. Oh, yeah, this is the thing. The, but that's the opposite of what happened here, where Millie Bobby Brown was like, hey, dad, will you make me this movie and let me be in it as like an actual 16-year-old playing a 16-year-old? I think she did a fantastic job with what she had to work with. I really do. I think she she brings more to the movie than any of the other actors. I would agree, but I would hope so. She's the lead. It's about her. It's named after the, her. She's the one the that talks Knight, to the camera. The Dark Knight rides on the Joker. Nobody comes out of that movie like, wow. Wow, Christian Bale, what an actor. Okay. I mean, they come out of plenty of movies like that. Yeah. (laughs) I I think they do as well about about Christian Bale, about Aaron Eckert, about Heath Ledger. It's about Heath Ledger. I mean, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. This one's a little different for me. There's no Joker in this one. There's no Joker in this one. There's barely a bad guy. If they linked the like manners nanny lady to the story a little bit better, where like she might have been the killer. Right. Here's here's what missed is we reiterate like three times that Sherlock and Enola and Mycroft don't have a father. And then we hear like once that the Duke of Wesselton or whatever his title is, Tewksbury, doesn't have a father. And it's said as like a jinx. So it's almost like a, oh, we're just noting that they have something in common, not that like the death of his father is relevant. Yeah. And that they didn't do a great job of leading into the mystery. Right. Because it was like, I don't understand why anybody would want him dead. Right. Or why he's running. Right. 
why was he running in the first place? Right. I mean, there's there's some stuff missing from the story for sure. I was happy to be along for the ride, though. I was not unhappy, but I wasn't like I was I was expecting more. I didn't know about this movie till yesterday, and then I saw your brother tweet about it and was like, "Oh my god, amazing!" And um. I saw that it had a 92% critic rating and I was like, well, this should be good then. And I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't get, didn't get a 92% experience. It kept coming back to this martial arts move where she's like on the ground and knocks somebody over. Yeah. And I know that that's like the moment in the end and like how she kills the guy, but she doesn't even like do the move to him. Like he falls onto the post, not like is subdued because she like, like it's like an accident that she wins in that moment. Yeah. You know? Also, is she like stressed at all that she killed a man? Doesn't seem like it. He did try to drown her though. Like you keep, you keep talking I, about I killing mean, this like, guy. I think this, I get that. Man, you really were affected by the killing of this dude. I really was. That's so wild. He couldn't just go to prison or something? No. He tried to kill her. He did kill the dad. He was going to kill the guy. Kill the, he, and then grandma. Yeah. I also, when were shotguns invented? Um. Prior to this. Yeah, prior to this, probably around this time, the Industrial Revolution. You know, I'm after, so bad with time periods. I, it's one of the things here is that there's like this rich history of England. And it's like, ah, we have no good history here in America. All bad stuff. All bad. All not good. Yeah. So this is this is Victorian England. When is this? Is this the 1700s? No, it's the 1800s? late 1800s. Late 1800s. Post-Civil okay, so War, pre-World War One. That is a time period that I have no concept for. It's called the Industrial was, Revolution. Right. But like. What was happening in America at the time? The Why Industrial Revolution. Right. Thank you. Yes. Ford. Ford. Factories. Railroads. Cornelius Vanderbilt. Standard Oil. John D. Rockefeller. But if you like, like, what was nightlife like? What was, what was, what was the culture? There what wasn't a nightlife. You worked yourself to death or you were, had people working for you. Did this we have was... a states in the United States? What? Where you had like, like, did we have like Downton Abbey, USA? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like was the there Biltmore. fair wages? Were there fair wages? No. No. Okay. No, this was, this was around the same time that labor unions started to exist. Duh, they don't like those. Employers are not a huge fan of those. Well, that's because employers are cheating people. Yes. But like this was before the five day work week was invented or the eight hour work day or any of those things. This is when 13 year olds would go like take over their parents at the at the factories after school. God, that sounds awful. Everything sucked. <laughs> Around here, it was the 13 year olds would go drive the trains to the coal mines where they would then mine for coal. They would then mine for coal. Yeah, it sucked. What, this sounds awful. What? So what did you do for fun? You didn't have fun. You worked to death. I don't like the sound of this. Yeah, I like fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> you went to the theater. Why did you work yourself to death? Like what? For so what you could motivation? afford a house. What, what, but and you don't food. need to hang out there. <laughs> you know, this is still the question that a lot of people have today, Tyler. 40 hours. Okay. I see a lot of hate for the 40 hour work week and like, whatever. If you want to cut it back and still give me benefits, you won't catch me complaining. 40 hours is not that bad. Right. But like, then you, you think about like how much of the, the, like somebody has to make shoes so you can sell shoes so that somebody else can wear shoes. Shoes is a bad example here, but like somebody has to make the widget so you can sell the widget so other people can buy the widgets with the money they are making the widgets. Yes. So right. what are you saying? So that's, Universal that's, basic income? No, that's <laughs> not necessarily. That's just where people get hung up on it is like, what are we doing here? Oh, that it's like this like redundant cycle. Yeah. I could see that as a as a complaint and and then like you you know in a country like this you think about like well i work 40 hours a week so that i can eventually pay all of my money to somebody that that 
helps me when I get sick. Right. The healthcare thing doesn't make any sense to me. That I don't understand why you have to have a job. Well, there's other pieces of the puzzle that don't make sense either. If you pull them back past the first degree of like, why do we do this? Because it because because people give me money to do it. We worked. I mean, we definitely strive too hard for a dollar. There's no doubt about that. But on the same vein, go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Right. Because we exist in this world and I would like to feed my family. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the Industrial Revolution sucked for everybody that wasn't a um, wealthy white landowner. It sounds or like a wealthy white owner. factory owner. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of what this movie's uh, central subplot is about, is like getting these people to have rights so they can vote, so they can enact legislation that will help them because the yes. laws are made by the people that own the businesses and there are multiple moments in this film where they almost like look at the camera and be like vote <laughs> yeah. vote which like Ethan I don't know what I like most about the movie but it could be these moments in the movie where they look at the camera and they say to their audience please for the love of God vote yeah do something in the yeah. I don't want to talk about the election. I don't want to talk about it. I'm done. I've already voted, so I'm set. I no have more, not voted. No more election for me. I have not voted. Not that I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I just haven't done it. No, yeah, that was an easy choice. Uh, okay, tell me about some sort of injustice that has been served to you. Well, injustice is probably the wrong word. That has a <laughs> Coming on that deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we invented about- the toothpaste and orange juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell, tell me about some toothpaste and orange juice in your life, Ethan. I, I know you didn't tell me that you had one. But. I don't have one. Do you have one? You want to talk about something, it sounds like. No, I've got nothing. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, I'm moving. My house hasn't felt like a home for the past like two weeks. Uh, and I'm very excited to feel like I'm at home again. Yeah, I this hate room moving. Feels like home. Moving is the yes. worst thing. Moving is the worst thing. And I'm very... I don't want to say like nervous. I just want it to be over. Over. Yeah. You know, like I'm not, I all these boxes full of stuff that we packed two weeks ago. And it's like, I've lived for two weeks without this stuff. Why do I ever need it? Let's just throw it all away. What's it, what's it doing? Just in these boxes. But I also like, I'm not a minimalist person and I, uh, we don't only buy like utilitarian tools for my home. We have plenty of like decoration. This is decorum for one day a year. Yeah. But I mean, those things bring you joy. They do bring me joy. There's no doubt about and that. And also like some of that stuff is your television and i do need my television right like like i i do always think about that i'm like and, and and if there's a whole box of stuff where you're like i'm looking at everything in this box and i haven't needed it in two weeks and i don't think i'm ever going to need it again do something with throw it away do something with it but also like you know it's okay to go for two weeks without touching everything in your home i touch everything in my home every two weeks ethan don't you know i mean that's that seems aggressive. Now, I, what's interesting to me more than anything about the moving process is there is like stuff, like there are boxes that I moved from my previous house to here. And we've lived here for just over three years and like I've still never touched it. It's like, okay, that's probably stuff you can get rid of. But the bulk of our like storage stuff is we go very hard for Christmas. Right. We have a lot of Christmas decorations. And then every well, year we buy more. Yeah. I mean, your house looked pretty cool last Christmas and now you have a bigger house to decorate for Christmas. I know. So now I'm going to have to buy more stuff. I have to keep making widgets. But you don't make widgets. You sell widgets. I do sell widgets. I'm on the sell widget side of things. But you own some widgets, right? Like some of the widgets that I sell. Yeah, you own just, some of your widgets. Yeah. I have I have about six of my own widgets. No. Eight. Eight's a lot of your widgets, man. That's a lot of widgets. I mean, I sell probably like two. 200 a day so right but you don't sell 200 to one person (laughs) no you're not like hey hey joe q taxpayer do you need 200 widgets uh but that's what i'm saying so like like you you somebody makes the widgets right and you sell the widgets and they give you money for selling the widgets and then you use the money to buy the widgets yeah do you do you like they got working an hourly job did you ever think about like they got you this trip to starbucks cost me half an hour of my day 
what this trip to starbucks cost me a half hour of my day yeah and when you start thinking about shit like that that's when it gets a little weird so it's like mm, i don't like this i don't like this at all and most then people, of the time but that, because but then the, the problem with starbucks, that is the problem with that is people use that in turn to turn around and be like well do you really need the starbucks then and like that's uh, starbucks should be in a, you should be able to go get a coffee every now and then without thinking like how much of my life am i wasting for this coffee here's here's my feeling on the starbucks thing one if i didn't buy a three dollar latte every day i would be in exactly the same situation because i buy a three dollar latte maybe twice a month right so i'm not saving that much two i don't believe investing works at all like person who talks to me about day trading is trying to scam me period there is no other way that this transaction will go i'm certain that there are people that invest and make money smartly but i just like i know that people say like you won't get rich until you learn how to make your money work for you but i don't want to i just want to make the dollars and put them in the bank but i also don't have much desire to be rich Right. I, don't, I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not like a socialist or anything, but I do, I can, I can have started to see behind the curtain of, of the capitalism a little bit, a tiny bit to the point where no, I'm I, like, where somebody's like, oh man, like this, this, uh, cause this, this Starbucks thing is too often people turn it around on the consumer instead of the business and like so the saying, consumer instead of the wage payer. And it's like, you know, well, if, if you need, if, I mean, if the Starbucks costs this much of your day, like, why do you even need it then? Not like turning around and like, well, why do you work? So, why do you have to work so hard to make, you know? spend so much time to make the cost of one starbucks right why and, why does it take you half an hour like say you make 15 dollars an hour which is a decent starting wage like why do you have to work 15 minutes to afford a starbucks drink right and then and instead it always gets turned around and like because people are so quick especially in america to defend the businesses right like people will will see we've seen recently people will seize any opportunity to just absolutely deep throat the boot uh yeah anyway vote vote what was it enola holmes said vote yeah that's what she said that that's what our our queen millie bobby brown said to us here she is our queen do you know what's coming up on this show ethan is pretty soon we have to review the lord of the rings uh which means we have to watch those very long movies very long movies and we have to like do i mean not have to i'm not complaining about this at all but and we get to go on that's what i'm talking about and review those very long movies i think we're just doing the one of them but just the one i think so oh i thought we were doing like a crossover extravaganza i don't but think so I, okay cool um i don't have time for that <laughs> right because then mandalorian season two comes out yeah yeah and it's like oh we got another commitment <gasps> the monday lorian coming back <laughs> yeah i get to use it to break out the old uh banded shipper ben all hope again have you given any more thought to the big board since last week because nope. big board's closed big board's closed closed for business after this week that means this is a amendment week so last week we uh we talked about some uh, potential amendments and this week we get to finalize them uh okay well i want to take before we do that i'm going to take a five minute pee break real quick okay i'll do the same thing cool all right the big board's a mess so it needs amendments it's full of contradictions so is independence what's up i was quoting hamilton it's fine oh oh i didn't have headphones on i didn't uh, i just said the big board's a mess so it needs amendments ah okay so let's start by putting on enola holmes okay and then let me get the we'll big look board through the open. episode list to see if there's anything else that didn't get added. And if you want to add it, we can. I know we need to put um, we need to actually put uh, Grand Budapest on here. Yes. Um, so let me pull up. Let me pull up this and we'll just Grand Budapest. I'm just putting it in a random cell. So Enola Holmes here is an interesting uh, conundrum because it, it's, it's really throwing into sharp relief the way we like have had this board set up what do you mean because like it's it's throwing into question some of my my middle ground decisions here because okay so here's my 
gut. I liked this better than Unicorn Store. Right, but I like it less than Holes. <laughs> right. So here's my proposal. We move Flip. Holes and Unicorn Store. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. So I I, w I agree with that actually because I don't I don't like it more than anything else on the board. Like it's not I don't like it more than the Fast and Furious or Jurassic World. Yeah. And then we put Enola Holmes under Mary Poppins above Unicorn Store. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll deal with this later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, because we still have another one, at least one more to put in. Yeah, let me go. Um, let me go to Podbean, find the episode list. It's not like an easy way to look. Oh, oh, log into Podbean. Yeah. Well, only one of us can do that. So I got it. Because you yeah. you're manning the board, so I got it. Right. I'm just gonna go through the year year three movies, and you tell me, make sure we got them all. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna start. She's the she's the ombre, right? Yep, that's on here. No, I'm, I'm saying that's where it starts. Oh. I believe was the first episode. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, because we la we finished last year Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice, good work, us. Yeah. We could have done an '80s movie again. We even talked about a. Talk Matthew Broderick movie. Okay, we got She's the Man. Okay. We got 10 things. That is on here. We got Zombieland. That is on here. Hocus Pocus. It's on here. Cocos Pocus. Cocos Pocus. It's on here. Uh, Jumanji. Uh, Jumanji, the original, is on here. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Is on here. Frozen 2. Is on here. Klaus. Is on here. The Holiday. Uh, I know I've seen it, but I want to put my eyeballs on it. Da, 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 da. Yes. Okay. Um, Star Wars 9. Yes. Jumanji the next level. Yes. Little Women. Yes. Ghostbusters 84. Uh, yes. Ghostbusters 2016. Uh, yes. Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Tarzan. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Parasite. Yep. Birds of Prey. Yes. Hidden Figures. Yep. Christopher Robin. Uh, yes. Onward. 19. Uh, 16. Nine is out. Five. Moana. Oh, this one people have an issue with. Da, 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 da. 21. About time. I know it's on here. 30. Unicorn Store. Uh, 28, but it's all broken now. So. Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, it's going to be 43 or 44. Mary yeah. Poppins. Uh, yes. The That's Social 26. Network. That's number two. Silver Linings Playbook. Number 12. Big Hero 6. 39. Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. It is at the bottom, but it's there. Uh, Whiplash. Number one. Call Me By Your Name. Number 14. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, yes. Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. Yes. Here's the question. Do we add Hamilton? So there was some discussion about this. Here's why I don't want to add Hamilton. Okay. It will be number two. Okay. Interesting. Or number one. Oh, it's not number one. It's and not a better, it's not a better movie than Whiplash is the thing because it's not a movie, right? Like, I mean, it is. There was a director and there was multiple cameras and there was multiple angles and multiple shots. Right. But it's not a movie. Not, not a movie it's it, yeah, it's not not a movie but it's not a movie like it's it, it, i mean there was like thought into that that went into the shots that they were making right but it wasn't even shot for this purpose i mean it kind of was no it was shot for use in a separate thing i think it's on rotten tomatoes as a movie okay but everything's on rotten tomatoes yeah but like we also don't cover like documentaries you know i wouldn't call this a documentary i wouldn't call it a documentary either but it's not it's not what we do we don't even put the christmas movies on here usually except for klaus because it was so good yeah I don't think it should go on there. Yeah, it just feels wrong to put it on there, but I can also totally understand in my brain why it would, so. Anyway, we got Talladega Nights. We've got Arrival. We don't have Grand Budapest. We do have Goldfinger. Did we put King of Staten Island on there? Hmm. I thought we did because somebody made a comment about where we placed it. Yeah, it's 17. Okay. Fast and Furious. Yep. Ford v. Ferrari. Yep. 42. Yes. Holes. Yep. Mulan. Jurassic World. All are on here. All are on so there. Grand Budapest is the only one we're missing. Yep. Okay. So I we talked about Grand Budapest last week. Where did we say it lines up? Between Silver Linings and 42? Or between 42 and Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. Right there. Above Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. Okay. Cool. There's the list. There it is. There's oh, the wait, big Are we board. locked in? What'd you say? Are we locked in? I think we're locked in. Are there other changes you want to make? Um, that didn't work the way you wanted it to. No, it did not. 
arm. I wish I knew how to freaking do this. Oh, I do actually want to make, I want to make another change. I want to propose another change. Okay. I want to flip Moana and Coco. You're a lower Coco. Yeah, I want to lower Coco because it's not as good as Moana. I mean, I agree. I think Moana is better. I know that a lot of the feedback we got was that uh, Coco was already too low. Right. And so that really makes me We laugh. also like had comments on year two that was like, all your Toy Story movies should be the top four movies. Like, mm, yeah, eh. they're good. They're, they're good. very good. All right, I'm punching all the numbers in because I, I'm terrible at conditional formatting, apparently. I, I don't know how to do any of that crap on sheets. Exactly 50 movies this year. So we must be missing something. No, we did a uh, we did do we did Hamilton. Um, and then we did a re-release. Yeah, you're right. We did a re-release of Love, Simon. Yep. Because uh, we didn't get to cover Pride. It's on my list for, for year four. What a flipping oh, movie. It's so good. It's so good. We never got to talk about it. We'll get there eventually. Uh, we got, there's, yes. there's, there's, a, there's a Pride every year. There is. And every day is a good day to be proud. True. Uh, okay. Clear these. I'd have to rewatch it for sure if we were going to cover it. <laughs> Yes, but that's usually the case. Right, but like if it is a movie that I saw for the express purpose of covering it on the show. Yeah. So you want to change this to Moana and this to Coco? I do, yeah. I, I feel I feel much better about that. Okay. You just capitalizing stuff? Yeah. Kind of cleaning it up a little bit. Somebody was like, who does what? No, they're all Tyler. <laughs> it's, all, it's always me. Fair enough. I think that's the big board. Unless you have a change you want to make. That's the big board. Uh, Let's see. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could be the number one. I don't know, Ethan. I think I think I'm satisfied with this. Here's my other defense for um for not putting Hamilton on there. Okay. okay. Eventually we're gonna have to cover the actual Hamilton movie. Mm, and you don't want there to be I'm just saying like, like eventually they're gonna there? make a real movie musical out of it and we're gonna have to cover that. What is something that surprised you this past year on the list? Something that we watched and you were like, Oh, I did not expect to like this as much as I did. Or I know there's a few oh, of it's, them. It's, it's Klaus. Klaus is definitely the top one uh that I was surprised by. And then on the bottom end of the spectrum. Trump. Klaus and uh, I was I, I was surprised by how good Social Network was as a rewatch. Um, I was surprised by Little Women. I was surprised by Frozen Two for sure. I was not hyped for that movie going in. I was surprised by how much I didn't love the Ghostbusters franchise as much as I thought I did. Yeah, I was surprised. Hold on, here's I have a, a potential edit. Can we move? This is sort of towards the bottom of the list. Birds of Prey. What about that up into the above Talladega Nights? That works, yeah. I could agree with that. How do I do that? No, that's not it. Um, yeah, I was surprised by how much I didn't love the Ghostbusters franchise. Surprised by how badly Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure has aged. Um, <coughs> I was surprised by how many movies we watched this year that were genuinely fantastic. Yeah, I was surprised by I, how all right Big Hero say, 6 was. I would say the first 19 of these films are... Anybody could tell me this was their all-time favorite movie, and I would be like, I'm all in. Oh, I that. could understand that about um, Christopher Robin as well. That's where it sort of breaks for me. I don't get why you don't love that movie. I truly do not. I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It makes me cry. You're always like, wonderful. every time we talk about it, you're just kind of like, eh, well... I don't... I think it just doesn't enter the same echelon as Moana. Which is wild, because it was rated higher than Moana until five minutes ago, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Coco was the The list is Coco was one that surprised me Coco when we watched it I was like I'm astonished that I don't think this is as good as I've usually thought this that's how I felt up a big hero six yes that was one that That was one where I was like man this just didn't do it didn't hit uh arrival at very high I was not surprised honestly I I knew in my gut that that one was gonna be a a slow burn and not really do it for me I knew there was a reason why I never caught on to it the first time I thought zombie land was gonna be better Zombieland is better. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, you, you you just you don't have the appreciation necessary for that kind of cinema. Right. Yeah. Why kill the zombies when you can just break everything in a gas station? Sometimes you got to break everything in a gas station, Tyler. There's but okay. You're you're not gonna win this one. 
<laughs> I know that I'm not going to win this one either, but you're never going to change my mind about Zombieland. I, I adore I, that like, movie. To be clear, literally up until Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, there's not a movie on this list that I wasn't like, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think we have Mulan kind of high, honestly. <laughs> you might be right about that. Did you just give up uh, on changing Birds of Prey and Talladega Nights? I did, yeah. Okay, well, Birds of Prey remains because we can't figure out how to move it. <laughs> Here, I, I can do this. I can do this. Hang on. Maybe I can't do this. Like, I theoretically know how to do it. Here's what we can do. I got it. I, 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 got, I got it. it. I got stop, it. stop, 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 stop. I got it. Okay. Look at that. Done. Ah, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Here, let me try. Read, read, I know. No, I got. I got. I got. I got. I got. There we go. Okay. Done. There we go. Done. Done. <laughs> Fixed. Sheets is the worst app. Oh, I disagree. Sheets is is the superior spreadsheet app. I don't know how to use it at all. But I don't know how to use Excel either. Like I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like oh, well, Microsoft Excel was so much better. I just don't understand how to use spreadsheet apps. People know all the macros and stuff. I never learned that. I've never had to. Yeah, I listen, I'm at a stage in my life where if we're going to get mad at boomers for not knowing basic Civil War history because it's so Googleable, then we cannot get mad at fellow millennials for not knowing how to do their taxes or uh, use spreadsheets. Because while I don't know how to do it, I do know that it is Googleable. Right, yeah. If I had a need to use spreadsheet apps, I could learn it. I know how to use right. DOS. Like, yeah, Because I had to learn it. Yeah. Also, okay, still, so we've given, got our... given the choice for my uh, customer software, whatever the hell that thing is called that I can't remember anymore because I don't work at sales, um, I would choose the DOS guy over the, like, guided user interface guy, for sure. It was so much faster. Oh, my gosh, yes. DOS is super fast because it's like a solid state drive. Yeah, it's all keyboards. Just done. Instead of, like, click. Clicking is so slow. Anytime you have to click anything, you've lost. If you're trying to go for efficiency, clicking is losing. Clicking is easier to teach new employees. Correct. Also, if you can't type, because I, I worked with a guy that couldn't type. He was like a like a two-finger guy, and he was huh. worthless. Worthless on the DOS. Just unacceptable, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so we've got everything locked in. I've made it centered, so it looks, I don't know, worse, better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, better-ish? I don't love it either way. Yeah. Uh, there's still some capitalizing to be done. but. And then I think Mockingjay has more of a name to it. Yeah, there were the but Hunger also, Games Mockingjay Part 1 and the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. Are they? Yeah. I think it's yeah, they are. You're right. The Hunger Games Mockingjay, comma, part two. And it's all spelt out. So that's the big board. That's year three of bacon and eggs. We're done. Um, Another year, Ethan, anything to reflect on this year? Anything that you feel like, you know, you've learned about yourself? I feel like we've grown a lot this year. Uh, I feel like we really sort of found a voice to the show this year. Yes. But also maybe we haven't. Maybe things will change next year and we'll abandon movies altogether. And this will just be a, an advice show for the modern era. The modern I'm era. your oldest brother. I don't have any brothers. <laughs> oh, I thought God. I did all the capitalizing. Is there one I'm missing? Uh, Hidden Figures is not capitalized. Oh my gosh. Of course it's not. All right. Well, let's let's wrap this yeah, bad let's boy wrap up. This Ethan. bad boy up. Thank you for an excellent third year of bacon and eggs. It's You've been an been absolute pleasure incredible. to serve. Who me or the listener? The listener. The listener. Oh, ye yeah, old I've listener. been garbage. You've been a pain in my ass, listener. No. Listen. Listen to this excerpt from the song Whiplash from the movie Whiplash. <laughs> Listen to the beginning of Take Five by the Dave Rubeck Band. Listen to... Listen to Happy Again by him. Drop the Girl. Listen, Yeah, Stream Happy Again by Drop the Girl. Listen to a man smash his face into a light switch from the movie Parasite. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh. Anyway, um, hey, yeah, thank you for the great third year of Bacon and Eggs. Our uh, graphics all year have been by Vrayshon Brandon, um, and our music all year has been by Andrew Scott Bell, and a little bit by um, the band Four Year Strong. Thanks for letting us do the Monday Lorian. We're yeah, doing it again. We're doing you it again. You can't stop us. <laughs> you can't, you can't you stop us. It's not possible. 
<laughs> we might we are the only people that can stop us the monday lorian may not always come out on mondays this year this time maybe it will who knows maybe it will we're not sure it might become the friday lorian but still called the monday lorian because it's a great name it's a great name anyway i've been tyler carlin he's been ethan edgehill you can find us on social media through a variety of routes yeah you want to say the thing ethan uh, i've been ethan edgehill and until next time arrivederci abandon ship or abandon all hope bye bye